Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece? Together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi, Jose Portillo, and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga wellness life coaching retreat in Greece. And you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply. We are only taking 10 people and I would love for you to be one of them. So to stay in the know, visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply. See you in Greece. Y'all, do I have a treat today for you? She is the host of the On The Daily podcast, the master mindset and a fitness coach. She is a top leader in the network marketing industry and has a multi six-figure entrepreneur business that she started. Danielle McCleary, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm great. I'm Awesome. I'm excited to do this. Yay. I mean, there's just so much to unpack here. Um, this could easily be a four-hour podcast, but we'll, we'll keep it to like 45 minutes an hour. But um, <laughs> talk to me about your, your podcast first, because it is top rated. You have an amazing podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we started, we started in January of 2021. Awesome. So we are coming up on two years and, um, Yeah. I mean, I've learned a lot. You know, when I first started it, I was like, I have a lot of really amazing humans in my network and I should just interview them and like get them to tell their stories. And I made the mistake of being like, I'm going to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what happens, which I mean, it was a mistake and it wasn't a mistake because I really figured out like what worked and what didn't really fast. But, you know, my my show took off and then it hit a really hard plateau and I found myself like being burnt out by uh, like by doing interviews and Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to do them anymore. And so um, like right around the beginning of this year, 2022 is really when we like switched gears and really figured out like, well, what do I enjoy talking about? And ultimately it was entrepreneurship from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. I love and that. so, yeah. So we like niched it down and then it like took off again and it's been continuing to take off. We probably will hit a quarter million by the end of the year. And that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. And ultimately it's a, it's a really great funnel back to my coaching business, which is ultimately what I really wanted to do with it. So yeah, yeah. that, um, you know, and I was like interviewing a lot of people and that was awesome. But then I was like, but I'm also now not being seen as like the authority I'm being Mm -hmm. seen as like a really good interviewer. Right. Right. And so I still do interviews. Like I still like to do them, but it's, it's just with a different, uh, it's from a different place now, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, probably very conversational. And, and I love your solo cast that you post too, because you have so much information to share. Because when I say she does it all, she does it all. You know, you <laughs> just, you have so much, um, so many facets to you. And it's just, that's why I was like, oh, I got to have her on the show. So thank you again. Um, yeah. She's you know, a generator, baby. That's why. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's talk about this human design because it's so fascinating. You know, um, I took the test. I am a generator, but I don't really know anything more than that. So please <laughs> enlighten us all on human design because it seems to be so amazing. Okay. So upon I, like me telling you all about human design could literally be its own <laughs> one hour podcast. So yeah. I'm going to give you like the elevator pitch of human design. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Human design is a logical system that 
is what I think it's a bridge to help people to understand themselves and their purpose better. Okay. Just like astrology could be just Mm -hmm. like healing modalities could be plant medicine, like all quantum physics, the Enneagram, Meyer Briggs, the I Ching, reading the Kabbalah, all of these modalities and ideologies are all really helpful in helping people to understand themselves better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I always think about it as like, we are here as a collective to progress, to ascend in consciousness, to evolve, to become, right? Whatever it is that we're meant to become. And I, I think one of my issues with the wellness and healing space is that there's a lot of people being like, well, this is the only way. And like, yeah. if you think about running a race, right? If you think about a bunch of people running a marathon, like this guy over here could be sprinting the whole time. I could be barely surviving, which is accurate. And then you could have this guy over here deciding that he's just gonna, he's just there for fun. He's going to hop on one leg the whole time. Technically, all three of us could cross the finish line and get to where we're needing to go. The problem is when like the sprinter guy says that that's the only way to do it. Or mm. if I'm like, guys, like barely surviving this is the only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or if this guy is saying that is this, like that's where it gets distracting. So human design in no way is meant to distract. Um, I think if anything, it can just be a bridge for helping people understand themselves and in human design, there's five types. So there's what we call two energy types, three non-energy types. Uh, you don't, it's not that you don't have energy if you're not an energy type. It's just that you don't have a sacral battery inside of you that creates that energy. You have to draw it from other people. So Mm. the two energy types are generators and manifesting generators. The three non-energy types are manifestors, projectors, reflectors. And you can look up your type. Um, myhumandesign.com is a really easy to understand site. You basically will type in your birthday, your birthplace, your birth time, and it'll tell you what you are and read about it and see if it resonates with you. Because there's probably, I love when it helps people to understand how their energy flows. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of burnout is caused by living a life that you're not aligned with. And mm-hmm. so I think if anything, human design can help you to avoid burnout. I love a tool that helps you understand yourself. So when you when you realized, you know, human design was out there and you took the test and you're reading about it, were there like light bulbs going off like, oh, yeah, that's why I do this and this can help me. You know, what was your experience with it, first discovering it? So when I first was introduced to it, I thought it was like stupid because I was an astrology girl. Like I've been, I had an astrology business for a while and I was like, oh yeah. Like I was reading people's (laughs) charts. Like I was like the girl in high school that was like, you want me to read your birth chart? Great. 50 bucks. Like, yep. (laughs) So always an entrepreneur. (laughs) Always, always. I always knew I was never going to work for someone else like ever. But, um, but yeah, like I, but then when I finally was like, ah, like I, I think for generators, it's the easiest to get your human design read because Mm -hmm. ultimately our purpose in life as generators is to do whatever makes us the happiest and always be in joy and say yes to things that are yeses and no to things that are no's. And by doing that, we charge our battery, which spills out to the rest of the people. So what's good for us is truly best for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when I heard that, I was like, fucking see. Yeah, (laughs) I knew it. I've been saying (laughs) like, I'm yeah, knew that. Thanks so much. And so, yeah, I think for me, it was more of like a confirmation where I tell a projector, like if I'm reading a projector's human design to them, because I'm a human design reader as well. And like when I'm reading 
a chart of a projector and I'm like, listen, like you've been told your whole life that you need to work harder. You need to do more because that's the world that we live Mm -hmm. in. But actually your superpower is the opposite of that. Your superpower is actually to show people that we can get a lot more done by being more efficient instead of just slaving away. They kind of have like that. I see it. Like I see them melt down. Yeah. They're like, like, wait, how do we do this? (laughs) I don't, I don't have to just like grind all day. Like I don't have to be exhausted and burnt out my whole life. Like, So I think different types have a different experience with it, but yeah. ultimately everybody, including myself, always feels more confirmed mm-hmm. um, when I'm done reading with them. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's awesome. And then you give them some tools on, you know, it's a, it's like a direction, almost like an astrological reading where it's just, totally. it's not like predicting your future, like, woo, like this is going to no. happen on this day. It's like, hey, this is like a really good tool to maybe use for this, you know, mm-hmm. this can help you, right? Yeah. Like, for example, for generators, like we grew up our whole life being awarded for being busy. Like we get told all the time, like as generators, every generator I know, like were busy, like a badge of honor for a really long time. And Mm -hmm. so that actually became what we thought our worth was based on. And so when you realize that that's not the case and actually saying yes to everything is only draining you faster. Mm -hmm. um, The ability to have free space, the ability to release, the ability to let go of things that are not serving you, that are not a full body fuck yes, as Mm -hmm. I say, all that gives is more space for the universe, God, source, whatever you pray to, to like bring in more of what you want. Right. Because you're not holding on to these things that you don't want. Because you just or that are maybes because generators love to hold on to maybe. Well, maybe I'll like it. Maybe it'll be good for me. I'm a overcoming maybe or for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe is a no. Mm. Like if it's not a full body fuck, yes, it's a no. And maybe might turn into a yes, but if it's not right now, it's a no. It's a no. Ooh, boom. Mic drop. Podcast over. That's it. You know, like that's the that's one. Boundaries. <laughs> that's yeah. boundaries so, in one second. <laughs> so you're right. Honestly, I'm like, my, my Brian's going like, boom, 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 like all these crazy things. Like, Flags going off like, yeah, I think I say maybe too much or hang on to the maybe. So when you say like full body fuck yes, it's clearly made up of like boundaries and alignment. So walk us Mm -hmm. through like how like what is a full body fuck yes and how do you start to live that life? Uh, Personally, what a full body fuck yes is, is my sacral, my gut, because I have gut intuition as a generator. I am a gut sacral being Mm -hmm. your your intuition could come from your emotions your intuition could come from your spleen your intuition could come from your ego your intuition could be self-projected like projectors a lot of projectors have self-projected intuition which is like they they quite literally have to ask a lot of people what they think in order to get clearer on what they want um for me I'm a sacral being I'm a sacral generator my intuition is in my gut and Mm -hmm. so for me it's like if I am if if I'm presented with an opportunity and if you're listening to this and you know what I'm talking about, whether, whether you have, no matter what your human design type is, you know, the feeling when somebody presents you with an opportunity and your whole body goes, hell yes. Like yeah. you get the butterflies, you get the, like you sweat, you get like clammy. Um, that is the full body. Fuck. Yes. It is. It is not draining. It gives you energy to do it. Yeah. That is like the real key. If what you are doing drains you at all, it is not a full body yes. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And for me, if it's not that, then I know that it's draining me, which means that I can't get more energy, which means I can't give that to the collective. So one of my biggest sayings and like one of the things that I coach on a lot with with um, other entrepreneurs is the most selfless 
selfless Mm -hmm. thing you can do in this life is be really fucking selfish with your boundaries and your time and your energy. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's not natural for an entrepreneur. Because again, it's not natural for anyone because the world tells you you have to do for others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Put everybody else before you drain Mm -hmm. your battery as long as other people's are full. But you like, know? how's that working for you? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> At what point did you realize that that's not going to work? You know, so right. like I also I mean, here's the deal. Like, I don't care what your system is. I don't care what your belief structure is. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care who you to pray to. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care how you treat the people in your life. What I want to know is, is that working for you? Mm-hmm. Not I didn't ask, is that working for everyone else in your life? Yeah. Is that making everyone else happy? I mean, is that making you happy? And if you are finding yourself burnt out, like, and that affects everything we do, right? So like our burnout doesn't just affect our like mindset. It affects the way we eat. It affects our body. It affects our, our stress levels. It affects like our health, our, it affects everything. And if you're not sleeping well, if your body's a mess, if you feel like you can't lose weight, if you feel like you're have anxiety all the time, clearly whatever you're doing is not working for you. And the first right. thing I suggest is where can you tighten up your boundaries? Mm-hmm. So what do you, what is the initial um, kind of like backlash do you get from people where they're like, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable tightening up any boundaries. You know, do you see a lot of that? Is it difficult yeah. for people to overcome? And why do you think yeah, that is? It's limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. right? It's limiting beliefs and limiting beliefs are ruled by our subconscious. Yep. Your subconscious is responsible for 95% of your daily actions and thoughts. And your subconscious usually made rules by the time you were eight, eight years old. So a lot of our limiting beliefs around money, around boundaries, around like being able to be ourselves, being able to like do the things we want to do in this life, a lot of those boundaries um, or a lot, I mean, a lot of those limiting beliefs ultimately go back to two. And mm-hmm. those two limiting beliefs are I am not worthy mm-hmm. and I am not enough. And at some point, whether it was in your childhood, whether it was generationally speaking, whether it was in a past life, we can carry 13 generations of trauma in our DNA. And it affects our life today, even though it has nothing to do with our life today. So, for example, I have clients that are Jewish. I'm like, listen, think back, same like black. If you're black, if you're in the black community, like you think back 13 generations ago, what was happening in your lineage 13 generations ago? For a lot of us, most Americans, for sure, Mm -hmm. it's war, it's poverty, it's death, it's um, being murdered for quite literally being who you are, right? Like that lives in you. And if you don't heal it, if somebody in your lineage didn't heal it, you're going to wear that. The good news is when you heal these limiting beliefs, when you actually go back and you do these meditations, whether it be cord cutting meditations, time techniques, there's so many different ways to access your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. But when you really do this stuff, what you get to do is you get to heal it, not just for yourself, but for your past generations and for your future. So it literally heals your lineage. Right. It stops here. It's like it's not going to go on anymore. Right. So when somebody comes to me and they're like, I don't know, like if I do that, then people aren't going to, you know, like me or whatever. I'm like, well, guess what? Like you're not Noah. And even if you were Noah, he only got to bring two of each on the ark. Mm -hmm. You don't get to bring everyone with you. And it's not your job to bring everyone with you. Like you bring the people you are meant to bring with you. And yes, when you grow, when you heal, I mean, listen, (laughs) when you start setting boundaries, you're going to find out real quick how everyone else's boundaries are because people who who have boundaries 
like, like get turned on by other people's boundaries. People who do not have boundaries get triggered mm-hmm. and they get upset. But y'all, like if you are triggered, that is literally your intuition saying something is unhealed. That is all a trigger is, is something that is unhealed inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are jealous, it is your intuition literally saying, I want that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. I mean, what do we, um, thank you universe for showing me where I'm not healed. Right. When you come across that type of trigger and, and you know, Hey, this is just a giant mirror in front of me showing me where I could work on myself. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I remember when i boundaries do not come naturally to me and maybe that's the generator in me. Um, and I remember when I first started implementing them, I was so nervous Right. And because you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to hurt this person's feelings. I'm going to, you know, everything's projected outwards. And it's like caring what everybody else thinks before your own, you know. And when you actually start saying, well, no or yes to whatever that boundary is, I remember being shocked, being like, oh, my God, this person's not mad at me. What? Oh, my gosh. I should have done this two years ago, (laughs) you know. And it's like we make Mm -hmm. up all these thoughts in our mind that are like, oh, this person's not going to like me if I set this boundary. So then Mm -hmm. at what point do you see people burn out from lack of boundaries? You know what? It happens all the time. I mean, it happens all the time. People are miserable at their jobs. Mm -hmm. People are miserable in their relationships. People don't ever feel like, like even with their kids, like people, I mean, people not setting boundaries with their kids. Like that's a whole other podcast in its Mm -hmm. own, but like Mm -hmm. that's a thing. And it happens all the time. But burnout is not because of your job. It's not because of how many hours you're working. It's not because of the people you work with. Boundaries like, or burnout is quite literally a symptom of a root cause, which is living a life you are not aligned with. Mm. And a lot of that unalignment comes from not having boundaries. And so like you say, like setting boundaries is something that's hard for you. I would say like, what was your childhood like? Were you a performer? Were you an athlete? Like always trying to prove yourself to people? Well, that's why as an adult, now you're afraid to stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. because you were basically raised being told like, no, you have to keep going. You have to do more. You have to do this. And I mean, a good example is like, I grew up in a very hectic household. Um, my dad was a CFO. He was a CFO of Disney for a long time. And my mom was a stay at home mom and they got divorced when I was two. And, um, my dad was a great dad, but he was busy all the time and just talked about how busy he was, talked about how tired he was. He hated his job. My dad, if my dad had it his way, he, he passed away last January and he was like my best friend in the whole world. And I looked up his human design and he's a manifesting generator. And the fact that he was like trying to do one job for his whole life, like that's why he was miserable. Like Mm. my dad wanted to go to move to Hawaii and open a t-shirt stand on the beach. Like that's what he wanted to do. And instead he's like a corporate controller and corporate finance and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, But like I grew up with that, like so busy, 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 busy. I was um, captain of the dance team. I was a swimmer. I was a softball player. I did all the things and people were, they praised me all the time. Oh my God, you do so much. I don't know how you do it all. I don't know how you do it all. So I started to see like, oh, that's how I get praise. Oh, I like that. I like getting praise. Okay. So that's how I continue. My mom, stay at home mom, but like we went to the bank more than most people should ever go to the bank. Like why are there so many errands to run every yeah. single day? Right. So I basically grew, grew up seeing and having, uh, like, um, modeled for me that in order to be worthy of success and love, 
I have to be busy, accessible, and available 24 Mm 7. So that's how I grew up. That sounds like no boundaries. None, no, none. Like I have to be available all the time. So Mm -hmm. even when I started my coaching business, I was like, take, I was doing, I was doing sales calls. I was giving people free time. I was like, oh, what time works for you? Right. The same. Like, let me know when you're ready. (laughs) Oh, 9 p.m. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. I can make it work. Don't worry. Like, I'll just put my kid to bed early. Like, it's fine. Um, And so after healing all of this and realizing all of this, because again, Mm -hmm. like to figure all out what I just told you took a lot of like meditation. It took a lot of cord cutting. It took a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. a lot of coaching. Yeah. And um, now my biggest affirmation is I release the need to be needed. Mm -hmm. And um, write that one down and use it for myself. Yeah. (laughs) I release the need to be needed. And that like and all I mean, that's a whole other side tangent, but like affirmations don't do shit. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry to break your heart out there if affirmations are your thing and you're looking in the mirror every day being like, I am strong. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am healthy. I am wealthy. Right. Like all of that is bullshit. If those limiting, if those affirmations don't come from actual limiting beliefs that Mm -hmm. you have. Mm -hmm. So I coach on a four step process that like helps people identify the limiting belief, where it came from, what it is, Mm -hmm. reframe it, actually figure out the truth and then create an affirmation or a creation statement from that. Based off of their actual limiting belief, not like somebody else's limiting belief, you know, not like the generic one that pops up on your like I am app, which I love that. But, you know, it has to be personal to you. It has to be personal. And you're not going to be able to find that out unless you actually look into discover yourself. So how did you get to this point where, you know, you're you have no boundaries and you're not aligned with, you know, your generator self. So how, what was your breaking point or where did you start to really see the light? Mm, good question. Uh, 2022, uh, right before January 16th, which was a year after my dad died. Mm-hmm. When my dad died, I went into busy mode, survival mode. And I yeah. was like, I'm just going to stay busy. I'm just going to stay busy. I'm just going to keep doing the things. I'm going to keep doing the things. I'm going to keep doing the things. And I didn't really grieve and I didn't process And then as I came into the end of 2021 and I was exhausted and I was just feeling angry at everyone and frustrated, which for a generator is our not self. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to ever feel frustrated. And if we do, that's a divine signpost that something is out of alignment. Mm -hmm. I did a cord cutting meditation and um, it's called a Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian. Yeah. So I did a Ho'oponopono and Mm -hmm. what came up on the stage was my dad. Hmm. And that broke my heart. And what I realized was I was holding myself back from being successful because like really successful. And I had a thing with money where I could spend it really fast. Like I would make a lot and then I would spend it and I wasn't able to hold on to it. And I was, I basically was like the child, the dependent, and then like the overcompensator. Like I had all these money saboteurs that I was dealing with that I couldn't figure out where they were coming from. And then through this meditation, I realized like, oh, my dad, when he, cause he's type one, di- he was type one diabetic. So my, my whole life, like he was always health stuff. And he would always say like, if we had a scare, if his blood sugar dropped too low and he had to go to the hospital or if his heart was acting up, like he'd always say things like, don't worry, honey, like I'll be around as long as you need me. And so what my subconscious decided was that I could never be very successful because that equaled not needing him. And then he would die. Mm-hmm. fucking crazy girl fucking crazy and that's not right? something that you just you know realize over like eating a bowl no. of cheerios like this takes work no <laughs> no that takes deep deep work and i 
I had a mental breakdown and I was so sad and I was like, I cannot believe I have to like cut cords with my dad right Mm -hmm. now. But like ultimately what that did is it made me realize that like I'd been in my way the whole time out of protection for my dad. And ultimately it was never my job to save him. It was his job Mm -hmm. and trusting that he came here to fulfill a different soul contract than I did. Yeah. I'm here to fulfill something different and he fulfilled his. And although like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Like I get more, I get, I have less time on this in this lifetime without him than I got with him. Mm -hmm. I don't get to call him and like hug him. I don't get to show him like this beautiful brand new home that we're building in Texas. Like all of that fucking blows. Mm -hmm. And it was a gift that was given to me so that I could actually become and fulfill the contract that I'm here to fulfill. Yeah. And so once that happened, my boundaries got real tight. And now, like, I can truly say I have zero time, zero space, zero energy. I am completely 100% unavailable for anything that is not mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anything. Wow. Doesn't matter what it is. That's a beautiful story and a beautiful outcome to a story. And even to look back and, you know, learn a lesson. I mean, we learn a lot of lessons from people who, you know, we don't like and we, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's a a negative relationship, but, you know, taking that chance to learn a lesson from a positive relationship, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. like, most people don't even think to look there. And so when you say cord cutting, explain, explain what that is to anyone who, who might not understand what cord cutting is. Yeah. So cord cutting is, um, It's basically a meditation that you'll do to figure out who or what or when in your life you are holding on to that no longer serves your current purpose. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, to your point, oftentimes it's a fight we had with someone. It's um, a business relationship gone south. It's uh, somebody that drives us nuts right? That we're just like holding energy to. Mm -hmm. And so what the cord cutting actually does is it walks you through this. I like to do a ho'oponopono because it's a really beautiful process where basically in this meditation, you put yourself in a theater and you're alone in this theater. And then you ask your higher self, God, whatever it is for you to rise the curtain and show you what it is that you need to cut most. And you're Mm going to have to do this like a lot. Like I've had to cut, I've had to do a lot of these. It's repetition. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do a lot of them because it's not just one thing that you need to cut. Like we're all holding on to shit that we don't need to be holding on to. Um, And it's just subconscious, you know, it's like a subconscious thing. It's like, it's like, okay, the first time you learned how to drive, right? And you got your license and you got cut off for the very first time. Really didn't affect you. You were just kind of like, wow, that was really weird behavior. Okay. So then it happens again and again and again and again. <laughs> and then by the 15th time, you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, Get off the road. Off. Like oh, yeah. speeding like, up so you can look off. at him. Oh, yeah. 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 Then cutting them off. <laughs> yeah. Like if you really think about it, the action itself didn't change. Didn't change. But you changed because of the. Yeah. Because you attached a personal meaning to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we hold on to. So then mm, we get into these things. That's a great we're like, example. Mm. Yeah. So then we get into these things where like everything we do is like you're affected by things, right? Like, yeah. uh, like somebody blows you off or like cancels, a, you know, cancels on you and you take it personally. Well, what happened? What are you still holding on to? So these yeah. cord cutting meditations can really help you to understand and 
you know, we don't need, you don't need to like overthink it. Like you literally in this meditation, you just ask your higher self. So like the, it's going to put on the stage stuff that maybe you didn't even think about, maybe you had forgotten about. Um, and then basically what you do is you imagine like white light being wrapped. You imagine like you see the cord that's coming out of your heart and like wrapping around them. That's like black and heavy and you don't Mm -hmm. need it anymore. You metaphorically, like in your imagination, you like cut the cord you watch it fall, it turns to light, it manifests into something positive. And then you like, you, it's repetition. So you repeat like, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Then you repeat like, I release you. Mm -hmm. I release you. I release you. And it works. And you know, you may have to go back to it. You may have to Mm -hmm. do it again. You're probably gonna have to cut other things, but ultimately like it's getting in touch with your subconscious and And it's, it's like our subconscious really does rule and our subconscious is connected to our ego and your ego is powerful because your ego only knows scarcity. It only knows lack. It only knows where we've been. It Mm -hmm. doesn't know where you're going. Right. So when you're trying to level up, when you're trying to set boundaries with people, that feeling of like, oh, who's going to be mad at me? Are they going to be this time? Yeah. This person was mad at me last time or this is something that happened to me in the past. You're projecting Mm -hmm. that into the future. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. And it's all ego. And like everyone's like, oh, kill your ego. Like, first of all, that's something your ego would say because your ego is (laughs) self-sabotaging. So like pay attention. But also like it's not our ego's great. Like if I'm crossing a busy street in Times Square, I want my ego to be like, bitch, look both ways. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Remind me to keep because it's trying to keep you safe. Right. And it's okay to do these meditations, which ultimately tells your ego like, I got it. Like, we're good. You're safe. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Question for you. And I've, I've had really great experiences with cord cutting myself. Question for you, going back to generational trauma. Have you ever had a cord cutting meditation where the curtain lifts up and you have experienced something that you didn't even recognize like that was like clearly not from your lifetime but from either a past life or from you know your lineage yeah and what was that like I've never had that experience but I'm it's fascinating it's wild so we have like soul family right like Mm -hmm people that are in this life that you're really close to, or even like people that you have complicated relationships with in this life that you really can't understand. Usually it's because they're in a past life with you and you've traveled and like, okay, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't believe in past lives. Like that's fine. You don't have to believe in past lives. What I will remind you of is that energy cannot die. You cannot get rid of energy. And when you die, you are energy. Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that energy has to go somewhere. Where does it so go? Whether you, believe, right. whether you believe it goes to heaven and whether you believe it gets reincarnated. Like I don't, again, I don't care what you believe in as long yeah. as it's working for you. Yeah. What works for me is the understanding that like my energy will regenerate and it'll, it'll move on and that goes through different lives. And so what I had happened one time is I was in this meditation and I, this was actually a meditation that was like guided by my coach. This wasn't a self-led one. This was like my coach was guiding me through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with Catherine Zinkina a lot. Actually, I graduated her program, so I'm, I'm not with her anymore, but this at the time I was. Yeah. And, um, so I was going through this meditation and what came up on, on stage was, it was like, I, it was so crazy. I knew who it was. It was the energy of my son's dad, Mm -hmm. but like 
it wasn't him. Like it didn't look anything like him, but it's like, yeah. I knew that it was him. Yeah. Like, because again, like your, your higher self knows cause your higher self is with you. Has all been the there so before. Like, yeah, totally. So like they recognize I knew him. who it was. Yeah. And I, but I hadn't, I had never seen this person, but like I, I could feel it. And so I, I did the meditation and you know, my son's dad and I are really close and like we, we have a great relationship and all the things, but there always is like little things that'll come up that I'm like, Oh, I don't know why this like drives me so nuts. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, this will happen a lot. Like people who have a deathly fear of flying, like are deathly afraid of flying, but like have never been in a plane accident, have never experienced yeah, trauma like, on a plane. Where did this come from? Mm. Past life. Yeah. Past life. You have like an air. I have an irrational fear of spiders, like an irrational fear. I've literally never had a traumatic experience with a spider. I've never. So like I've realized that like my fear of spiders was probably something from a past life. Yeah. that was very traumatic. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's crazy. Makes no sense. Yeah, I have this irrational fear of needles, and I have no like I will faint. Yeah. I'm a fainter when it, my blood's getting drawn. Um, yeah, but I'm like, I wonder what happened in my like I never thought yeah. about that. I'm like, I wonder trauma. If, what, what happened in my past life? Hmm. Yeah. So there's like, and there's meditations you can do. It's called like time techniques. Like you can look up like time techniques, which mm-hmm. basically you like you ask your higher self to fly you over your timeline, like Mm -hmm. even before this life. And it kind of helps you figure out like where that came from. So you can begin Um, to heal it because if you don't know where it came from, you can't heal it. And luckily past life trauma is the easiest to heal because it's like, oh, that was a past life. It has nothing to do with this life. Okay. I can release that. Yeah. Generational. It's a little harder because it's like something that's like digging into your lineage for years and years Mm -hmm. and years. And it's probably your parents put it on you because their parents put it on them and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would say like childhood trauma is the hardest to overcome because that's, Um, that's your own. Like you have actually experienced that in this, this lifetime, in this lifetime. And so you've developed a distrust with yourself mm -hmm. or with people that were meant to take care of you. Um, you know, all those things, but yeah, I mean, that was a wild experience was like, I knew that it was the energy of my son's dad, but it wasn't him. And, Mm -hmm. um, ultimately it like really helped to kind of get rid of any weird energy I ever had with him yeah um and it was weird because like when him and I first met I like knew that I knew him but I had never met him like I knew that I knew him yeah and and I have a friend her name's Kelly she's like a past life coach so she actually helps you uncover your past lives through meditation yeah yeah she's epic and ultimately like in a past life he and I were married but he was like in the military and like died in combat. And we had a daughter that I had to raise on my own, like the craziest shit. Hmm. And so now in this life, like I, I have like weird, like abandon. I had a like weird abandonment issues with him mm-hmm. that had made no sense. Like, right. no like sense. where did this come but, from? Yeah. Mm. But that's ultimately where it came from. Wow. That is wildly interesting. And I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. into this stuff. So it's cool to have a conversation mm-hmm. about it. I, I know, um, when I first was introduced to it years ago, it was like, I don't know about this. Totally. You know? Like you're like, totally. no, no one's like, oh yeah, that's totally normal. Um, the first time they hear it, but the more you look into it, things just start to make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, I just think it goes back to whatever's going to help us progress. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going to, if it's praying to God and it's like, it is like a faith in, you know, Jesus Christ in the Bible, like, great do that. Like mm-hmm. if it's going to help you progress and become the person that you're meant to become in this life to help the people and serve the people you're meant to. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's metaphysics, it's spirituality, it's astrology. It's all mm-hmm. these other things like that. That's ultimately like I am here to help people live their absolute best life. Yeah. And I do that through this work. That's amazing. Um, 
One quick question, then I want to kind of branch that in. This just popped into my head. Do you think that everybody, each version of you in your past life, do you think that they are generators every time? No. It would it could no, be no, different. No, 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 definitely. Yeah, because your astrology is different. Like okay. I, in my, like my self node is in Virgo, um, which means like self, if you look at your astrology, like self, your self node is usually past life. Mm-hmm. Your north node is like who you're going to become in another life. And myself, I'm a Sagittarius in this life. I'm a stellium Sagittarius. So I have six planets in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. which is I'm a, a Sag rising, but that's about it. <laughs> See, and my rising is the only one that's not. I'm a Scorpio rising, but oh, I'm, I'm a Scorpio, in, I'm, but a Sag rising. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio rising, but a Sag sun and moon. Mm. But my south node is in Virgo. Yeah. And um, it's crazy because a lot of my past lives that I've uncovered with Kelly, like I have been very much in control. Like I've been in a lot of leadership roles, a Mm. lot of like commanding roles and been in charge, which is a very Virgo thing. Yeah. Yeah. And in this life, I'm learning to like let go and learn like I'm still a leader and I'm still like I control a lot of things, but I've also outsourced a lot. And I'm learning that like I don't have to know how everything's going to end. I release the need to be needed. Yeah. Right. Um, So, yeah, I don't I don't think that I think your your human design is your human, your your current human, this human experience. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Because it would be this lifetime because this is your human you know, that yeah, and it, that's <laughs> that actually makes me think like I, my son's a projector, and I understand projectors so well. So I know in a past life I was a projector because like yeah. I just I understand projectors really, really well, almost yeah. better than generators. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that means you were maybe in your most recent past life a projector, maybe. or you know, yeah. So which like Virgos are a lot of Virgos are projectors. So. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> People knock astrology even. Um, I just had my needle chart read. And my astrologist is actually coming on my show in a couple weeks. But um, I'm telling you, it, I mean, I've had multiple readings. But, you know, she, to- she told me this one thing that, um, well, first of all, I was going to say, like, Virgos, like, if you don't believe in astrology, just, like, look at a Virgo. Just talk to a Virgo. <laughs> you know, like, you, okay. you, will, <laughs> you will be made a believer. You know, my best friend is a Virgo. And it's like. I have a best friend that's a Virgo. I love, I love my Virgo friends because I'm like, wow, you make a lot of lists. Yeah. I cannot relate. I, I know. cannot relate. I'm like, so my best friend who I do retreats with, his, his, he's a Virgo and he's like a major planner, like list yeah. everything, right? And I'm like, oh, I yeah, love lists. this because you got it. I trust you on it because you're, you're going to plan everything. Like my job is like, of course I plan, but not to the extent that he, he does it. And I'm like, okay, once we actually get there, that's like my time to shine, you know, but like, you got 100%. it like going up 100%. to the, to the actual day. But anyway, um, she had told me something that I never knew before she, in my chart, a lot of my planets and activity and, and everything was in the if you're looking at it the left half so I guess like the west west half um, yeah, west, yeah. the west half of the chart like everything was over there and she was mm. saying these are the like these are people who don't really rely on other people a lot they're they go they get you done and they don't need to ask for permission they don't really ask for other people's mm-hmm. opinions and there were like two planets in my eastern side and yeah. she's like yeah you really don't um rely on other people a lot do you and I'm like oh no (laughs) do you do you know what in your human design chart do you know if you what your profile numbers were do you remember or in Mm. your what they call the incarnation cross do you remember if you were a left angle or a right angle I don't but I could probably pull up the report and get back to you yeah I mean just so if uh, if you are if all of your planets are primarily west 
then you're probably a right angle cross, which uh-huh. means that your journey through this lifetime is a very personal one. It's self-absorbed, it's personal, hmm. and it's based on your experiences through life. And again, we're told that like selfish is bad. Yeah, Selfish is not bad. Selfish oh, is yeah. the most selfless thing you can be. No, I'm um, a very selfish person. And, and even in my childhood, my mom would probably really support that statement and say, yeah, you've always been selfish. But, but, you're, I, all, but you're a Scorpio. That's right. Why, that's, how you protect, that's how you protect your peace. I'm like, mom, you're the one who had me during this time. Like, it's not my fault. It's your fault. You know, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's, it, that's it. Exactly. It's like, you know, and I, I just felt guilty about it for a long time mm-hmm. until, mm-hmm. you know, I learned otherwise, hey, it's not. You don't have to feel guilty for being selfish. I'm actually able to show up as my like full body fuck yes self, right? When I'm 100%. actually my best self, you know? Yes. So Yes. Like it, I have no problem canceling. Like this is a big one. I So one of the things in my business, I, I just posted about this. I, um, yes. And I loved this. I wanted to talk about this. I, your post about canceling. Yeah. yeah. I canceled three calls. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people are like, oh, well, then you're not committed. And I'm like, listen, people who work with me one-on-one pay up to $50,000 for my time. It's a lot of that's a lot of money. And I believe that money is energy. And if you're going to be spending and investing that much into yourself and your your existence, Mm -hmm. then you need to show up in your best self. And ultimately, like my clients don't pay me for my time. They pay me for my value. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Say that one more time for the people in the back. My parent, my clients <laughs> do not pay me for my time. They pay me for my value. And that's and called that's a like, boundary right there. It's a boundary, boundary. with yourself. Like, I'm not going to give myself my half-assed version of this just because this person booked this time and space, you know, um, totally. from eight to nine. They deserve t- more, yeah, they deserve better than that. Mm-hmm. They deserve more than that. Like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to show up half-assed if mm-hmm. I know that you're expecting my best. Like yeah. I, I believe in that like very wholeheartedly. So yeah, I, I do. I will cancel How calls. do they react? Oh, they don't care. They love it. Because mm-hmm. my clients know. They know that when I show up, mm-hmm. it's just like this. Like, if I'm going to record, like, I'm going to show up and you're going to get the best. This is the best version of me. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. my clients know that. Like, when I'm there, they know that they're getting the absolute best with me. And yeah. if I cancel, it's for their benefit. Yeah. And that goes back to the people who, you know, when you start expressing your boundaries, you, you mentioned um, the people who don't have any boundaries are going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. You know, like, I can't believe yeah. they did that. But the people who yeah. actually have boundaries will be like, yes, OK, I love this more and more and more. So totally. the clients- and you'll teach people, you'll teach them to create their own boundaries. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. right. Like I have a I have a client that she she had to she was going on vacation in one of my group coaching things. And she asked me, can I extend my package until when I get back? And I said, no. And like, that's the other thing is like. If you're going to set boundaries, you don't have to justify them. You don't mm-hmm. need to explain them. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to be like, oh, I'm not available to take calls until 11 a.m. because I like to wake up and I like to go to the gym. And yeah. like, no, like, I am These not are my business hours. 11 a.m. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, I'm, don't text me. <laughs> yes. And I think this is, you know, and I, and I kind of want to, like, branch into, like, this, you know, the spiritual side of entrepreneurship because, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs come from this, like, nine to five, you know, grind, grind, grind where, you know, you're overworking and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when you, and you want it so bad, you want to be available for everybody, but it's like, look, okay, if you're like a new business owner, a new entrepreneur, the business that you just came from, they're probably open nine to five and they have their business hours on Google, their Google My Business, right? Nine to five. It doesn't say open nine to five because 
you know, here's a laundry list of why we're only open from nine to five. You know, it's like you're a business. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to explain mm-hmm. yourself. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's mm-hmm. another boundary, you know. And again, uh, go, going back to alignment, you uh, is this aligned with your authenticity of like, do you want to be open at 11 p.m. when somebody, right. you know, says, hey, I need an emergency call right now. Like or, you know, whatever your business is. But right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like when I do when I do one on one coaching, like you get I get like my one on one clients, they get an hour a week on Zoom Mm -hmm. and then they also get me in Boxer and I am available in Boxer Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not available outside of that. And no, you cannot text me. No, you cannot email me. Um, If you do. I mean, obviously, if there's like a life or death emergency, call 911. But like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't call your coach. Call 911. <laughs> right. Like if, if you call me at a certain time, I am going to be you can message me in Boxer after that hour. Yeah. I'm not responding till 9 a.m. the next mm-hmm. business day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not. And like my clients know that. But ultimately, like that client that I told no to, she came back to me like two weeks later and she goes, you know what? After you did that, I was super upset. But then I realized like I remember you you trained us on like triggers and like that's one of the things I've been working on. And yeah. I just I healed some of my own trauma around being told no. Yeah. And then I she went and she created bigger boundaries in her own business. That's so amazing. It's like, like you you don't need to explain your boundaries. It wasn't a conference call. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like these are just mine, you know, and, and feeling like you have to justify and, and overshare and feel guilty when you don't meet somebody else's expectation, even though you've clearly, mm-hmm. or maybe you haven't, but when you actually do clearly uh, explain yours and I think because, you know, it comes from this place of lack and scarcity. Like, oh, if I don't answer their call at 9 p.m., they're going to pick somebody else to, you know, go to for this and this and this. And that's just lack mentality. But then also we try. But also good. If they're really that type of person, you don't want to work with them. them. Mm -mm. (laughs) Hell no. No, no, no. Yeah. If you say yes more than you say no, let's figure out why. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we try and fix other people's problems. Right. Like, oh, well, she needs me at this point in time. So you are controlling it. Right. And then you fix it. But had you taken that person's call, then she would have never been able to deal with her own trigger on her own and heal something that was much bigger than whatever she was probably Mm -hmm. reaching out to you for in the first place. So it's Mm -hmm. like, don't try and fix things because the universe does that, you know. Well, and the that's a big projector lesson is like Mm -hmm. projectors try to fix everyone's problems because at the end of the day, they see things and they do things and they have a way of guiding and leading in a way that no one else can. Like they see the world in ways that no one else can and they will get more done in two hours than you and I could get done in eight days. Like that's just who they are. They're masters at systems. It's just who they are. And what they'll do is because they're good at that, they will try to fix everyone things that they don't actually want to be fixing. Yeah. But it's like, then everybody expects that out of them. So then they're, they find themselves like helping everybody with everything. And then what that's doing is it's preventing those people from actually figuring it out themselves or finding the person that is better to serve them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, there's been so many times because I'm a six, two generator, which like it's called like part Um, wise sage and part the natural so there's things that I'm just like naturally good at and I've done this like my fiance and I have experienced this a lot is like I'll be like I'll just do it like it's fine I can do it faster which is true but then I resent it because like then I had to do something that I didn't want to do and she's like you told me you do like yeah (laughs) it's like I resent people for not helping me with things that I said I didn't want help with yeah and so like (laughs) 
<laughs> now I'm realizing like, actually, if I don't have the energy to do it, there's probably someone out there that's better to serve you. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be in their genius by helping you with this. Mm -hmm. And then I can stay in my genius and do like, do the things that I'm meant to do, which ultimately will serve you better. Yeah. And that goes back to that, like the need where I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like if I do it myself, like then that means I'm, I'm needed. Right. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. learning how to, and this is kind of like linking into if you were an entrepreneur, like this is super helpful because you know, you are going to need to delegate certain things if you want to grow. Now, if you want to keep doing totally. everything that you're doing the way it is and stay where you are, that's great. But in order to grow, like you're going to have to learn how to do all these things. And how are you mm -hmm. going to do all these things if you don't even know that they're there? Right. So well, you have right. to. And, and if you're growing a business, like all these people trying to do everything themselves, I'm mm -hmm. like, do you think, do you think that the CEO of Free People is worried about the operations of one store. Absolutely yes, not. Like exactly. they've outsourced it. So like yes. learn to outsource. Like that's the business mindset of going from like mm -hmm. a solopreneur to a digital CEO. Like yep. you gotta you gotta be able to outsource things that mm -hmm. are not lighting you up. Because if other people can be in their genius and you're in your genius, then like that's just going to grow that much faster. Right. And then you're gifting people like you're not solving anything by doing everything yourself because you're mm -hmm. literally taking away from somebody else's gift. Like mm -hmm. I don't personally edit any of my podcasts because Same. I, that, ugh, maybe that's, I'd rather eat glass. <laughs> I know exactly twice. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's your Scorpio and you like the tech stuff, you know, like we don't do well with that. I love tech. I love tech. I just don't want to edit my own show. Mm -hmm. I don't want to source my own show. I don't yeah. want to put it up on transistor. I won't, I don't want to do any it's of that. It's going to take me I wanna... 20 hours when it's going to take this amazing gentleman right here. Like, 20 minutes you know yeah and that's shout out sean at upstarter pod like i i'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like he the amount of the, the speed at which that man can edit an episode i'm like crazy great but then done. it's like it's also like you're giving them the gift of being in their genius zone it's totally. like you're not gonna i could take that away from somebody and try and do it myself or i'm not good at it and the other person doesn't get to do what they're good at you know and then your business isn't going to be as good as it could be mm -hmm. yes it's like whoo I know my podcast is better because I have a production team. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. I would have quit it. I would have quit it a long time ago. Had and I, I, not and I think that. a lot of people do quit, especially in, in podcasting. Um, I think the average was like eight episodes that people get through and then yeah. they just stop um, yeah. because they try and do everything themselves. You know, I'm like, yeah. Oh. I don't want to do any of that, you know, but yeah, that's just me. Um, and, but that was a big thing, you know, especially knowing more about being a generator. Delegation is just not a natural thing no right no because we're we're hyper capable people it's mm -hmm. not that we here's a here's a good one and this is for everybody just because you can do it doesn't mean you should mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah for real that's it like, <laughs> like you really shouldn't like the most successful entrepreneurs say no most often mm -hmm. that's just a fact yeah and then here's the thing about going back to even just like saying no and saying yes with boundaries one thing i found in my journey to boundaries and i'm definitely not an expert on it um but the more you say no, the more your yes is valued because then people are like, 100%. oh, yeah, this. Oh, she's saying yes. Like, this is actually. Yeah, yeah. this is it. Yeah. It goes back to me canceling calls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I say yep. no to this call today because I'm not in my genius. That means that when I am in my genius and I do show up, like they know that they are getting the absolute best of me. So yeah. now my like if I it's like, OK, so if you're let's say you have a business, let's say you're like have a coaching business. Right. And you are available for calls between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Well, guess what? That means you're going to have a wait list. And mm -hmm. guess what happens when you have a wait list? Your value goes up. Yeah. So 
you know, like it, it just, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Create the boundaries and live your best fucking life because it's better than living it for other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the biggest difference between, you know, um, being so, so alive and aligned with your full body, like hell yes, fuck yes life versus not like if you could just like, what would be like that little like elevator pitch on that? You know, like, like, I don't know. There's because there's so I, many people who don't even can't even imagine. A, a fuck like yes imagine life. a life. Imagine a life where you wake up every single day. You do what you want, when you want, how you want. You are around the people you want to be around. You're no longer around the people you don't want to be around. And as a byproduct of that, you are attracting more money and more success and more opportunities into your life than you ever have before. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's the difference. Like I'm a better mom. I'm a better partner. I'm a better leader. I'm a better entrepreneur. I'm a better human. Mm -hmm. Like I'm better all the way around because I have no space or energy for anything that is not mutually beneficial. And that doesn't mean by money. Like that can be an energy exchange. Like I do not put myself in spaces that are not focused on growth, that are not focused on where we can be. I do not put myself into spaces. I do not follow social media accounts that like lower my vibration. Yeah. They, Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't have any space for, I don't have any space for it. Yeah. And Ultimately, that's given me a life that I used to literally daydream about. That's awesome. I go, I wake up every day and I go where I want. I do what I want. I say what I want. I interact with what I want. I eat what I want. And like, ultimately, that makes me better for others. It makes me a better coach. And I've seen my clients having the same success as a byproduct. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. 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 And I think there's a lot of people out there who, who hear that. And I think the first thing you said was, you know, living the life that you've always imagined. And there's that self-looming belief, like, you know, that subconscious program running that like, I don't believe it exists. You know, like the, I, I can't do that. for me. Yeah, I can't that's, do that. And that's why you hire a coach that's going to help you. Yeah. And he- help break you that heal down. your subconscious limiting beliefs. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, no. I, I had to hire a coach. Same. And once I did, it changed everything. Yeah, because it's it's so, um, I mean, it was very unnatural and, and like, honestly 180 degrees different than the way I was brought up, right? Same. I remember literally learning like joy, Jesus, others, yourself. So it's like, hey, like whatever crumbs are left over, like from whatever you're, you know, giving to other people, um, that's what you get, you know? Yeah, if so. you have the energy to it, if you have the energy to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about it. We're all taught, like, go to school, get a job, stay in that job until you're literally 65 and then enjoy what you have left. But you've also been taught to eat like shit and drink all the so time. So you don't even make it. Things, right. That lower your vibration anyway. Like, this is why I don't drink anymore because it's contrary to what everyone thinks. Everyone thinks like, oh, I'm raising the vibe by drinking this weekend. Like, like to each their own. If that's mm-hmm. working for you again, I don't care if it's working for you. Namaste. For me, I know mm-hmm. that like alcohol and like really crappy, sugary processed food lowers my vibration. Mm-hmm. If my mm-hmm. vibration is lower, everyone suffers as a byproduct. Of right, that. right, right. Exactly. It's like being your best self, you know, everything is, is connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. yeah, that's good. But yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, for just me. so much. Fun. I know this was fun. Like, I love a good conscious conversation and especially with someone who knows so much about it and you have so much knowledge that, um, you share even on, just on your, your Facebook page or your uh, Instagram page. And that's why I was like, Oh my God, all this stuff is so good. I love it. So, um, mm-hmm. if people hear you and they, they love you and they want to follow you, where can we find you? 
Well, for now, come find me on Instagram. My website is actually being rebuilt as we speak. So mm-hmm. eventually you're going to be able to go to daniellemccleary.com and like find me there. Yeah. But I still am going to direct everybody to Instagram. So at Danielle underscore on the daily, you can find ways to work with me. I am currently taking one-on-one clients. I actually have a podcast. I don't know when this is coming out, but yeah. I have a podcast masterclass that you can either participate in live or watch the recording Amazing. of. When does that start? Wanting. Um, I launched the pot, the live masterclass will be on the 19th of October. And okay. then after that, it's, it's going to be sold evergreen. So where, whenever this comes out, you yeah. can, you can just purchase the recording and it'll still be awesome. Amazing. And then I have, uh, I always do human design reading. So if that's something you want, we can always do that. Yeah. What else? I, um, I have a mastermind. It's called the quantum leap mastermind for entrepreneurs looking to like really break through a lot of these like ceilings and beliefs. Mm-hmm. I have the next round of that opening for registration, um, in December and we will be starting in January and it's a 16 week mastermind. So awesome. Lots of things. I know going back to what I said at the beginning, she does it all, you know, so many things. So, Lots of but, things. um, yeah. but that's your, but that's Instagram. your Instagram. Come find me. Instagram. There we go. Danielle underscore on you can the find daily. the podcast on yeah. there. Like Look everything for the is podcast there. too. Cause it's a great podcast and, um, let's like help her get to that quarter of a million you quarter know? million by the <laughs> so, end of the year y'all yeah, let's like, do it we got we got you we will all follow your podcast and listen because um you know oh i, I love well, you thank know you. different different lenses and different perspectives it's like hey some it's just mm-hmm. it's awesome to see this community growing i'm happy to be a part of it i'm happy to learn from you and i'm so honored that you would thank be you. be here today so um oh, thank you you know, from one generator to the other. Um, I'm definitely interested in learning more, but I know that, you know, I, I believe you can create your life. I know you believe that too. We both believe that you can create your fate. And so if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. That is, yeah. Tell me it. And then we're going to do it. Like, let's not even cut this out. No. Let's just like, let us hear, let everybody yes. hear the imperfection. What right. are we saying? It's going to be expect good things, dramatic pause always. And they will happen. <laughs> Good things. Pause always. Every and they will happen. Okay, Nailed I'm ready. It. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. You, you want a countdown? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, after the one. Okay. Three, okay. two, one. Expect expect good, good things. things. Always. Always. <laughs> there we go. And they will and they will happen. Happen. Yes. That's it. Wow, we're so good. We're, we're so good. It's like, you know what? We don't even need to rehearse this. It's just perfect don't even the way need it is. a rehearsal, bitch. <laughs> we got it on that first try. And that's how you know two generators are here, right? You know, we yeah, just pick it up. Yeah, so yeah, but thank exactly. you so much for being on the show. Um thank and you. I just I can't wait to see uh, everything that happens uh for listeners who fully embody that that full body fuck yes life so yeah girl love it well thank you so much you guys have a good rest of your day yes we'll talk to you soon all right